Chris Fade. It feels like something's creeping up. Pretty Malik. 100%. And Big Rossi. Sorry. <laughs> Breakfast with the stars. This is Big Will Smith. This is Emma Bunsen. This is what I am. A beautiful day ahead. You're listening to the Chris Fade Show on Virgin Radio. 104.4. Don't get better than, better than this. The golden microphone is on. Oh, hello, Mum. Hello, Dad. Guys, can you hear me? Am Yay! I all good? Are we ready? He's here. Yeah. We're ready. Is, 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 that, a, is that a yes? You can hear yes, me? Yes, yes. We can hear you, you're, but you're a little bit quiet this morning, Chris. Oh, no. Th- uh, what do you mean by that, Ross? <laughs> your, your voice sounds a bit quieter than usual. <laughs> and you're taking about an hour. So do you need me to turn myself up, Rossi? Uh, I'm trying to... No. You t- you're taking about an hour to answer my questions. What's wrong? <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm here. Oh gosh, she start. Is this yeah. how Rossi yep. has literally started yep. the show? Yeah. So I'm here in Australia. Uh, obviously, there's a, there's a slight delay here, so we're gonna have to connect and reconnect. But we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome to Virgin Radio. Welcome to the Chris Fade Show. I'm back in the UAE in a week's time, but loving it here. Uh, extended the vacation for another week, but I'm doing the show. Good morning, guys. Missing you so much. I want to get straight into music. We're going to come back, take more calls. If you're up and about right now, give me a call. Where are you across the UAE? 04871 I want you to be the first caller of the show and of the year for me. All right? So let's do this right now. Who's pressing all the buttons? <laughs> What's going on? No. We just started. Nala. Hello, Nala. Yes. I thought right, you was... guys can all hear me. Yes, yes, yes. We can all hear you. All right. So I'm doing the show from Australia. It is a train wreck for the first five minutes. Absolute train wreck. So are we all good? Are we good to go? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Are you? Okay. So do we have someone ready to talk to? Yes. Who would you like to talk to? We've got a few callers here. Let's go first. With uh, Yasmin. Good morning, Yasmin. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy uh, down under there in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yasmin, you are going for a run right now. You have kicked off the year the right way. How are you? Good. I'm going for a 17-kilometer run, and it's pitch dark. So, yeah, I do need uh, all the uh, applause. Ah, this is the pink runner. Pink taxi runner. Yeah, we know. I'm the one who's running. So seven. So seventeen kilometers today. Where are you off to? What part of the uh, the UAE or Dubai are you running it through? Dubai South, all the way at the end end near Abu Dhabi. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, listen, go enjoy that 17 kilometers. We love you and keep doing it for this year. So keep checking in with us. We want to know how far you've traveled across the city. All right. Eighty-five percent, by the way, eighty-five. Wow! <laughs> so yeah, if if you haven't followed this journey, Yasmin's running across all of the streets of Dubai. She's eighty-five percent of the way there. She will be finishing it this year, and we'll be celebrating with you. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. God bless. Ermel on line one as well. Hi, Ermel. How you doing? Hi. Oh, I'm fine. I was just thought you were going to join today, but I believe you're still in Australia having fun. With your parents. Oh, 100%. That's right. 
hanging out with why the fam not? band, but loving being on the show as well, you know? Yes, of course. Why not? Why not? Fam jam is very, very important. That's what I'm doing now. So what are you... <laughs> I was going to say, what I'm are you doing for your Monday morning? Well, I'm just off to drop my grandkid to the school because it's early morning today. He starts at 6, which is very uh, close to your studio. And then I'm off to work. Grabbing a couple of Amazing stuff. Well, listen, have a, have a great morning. I'm glad that you've woken up with us as well. Say hello to everyone as she does that school run. Good morning, uh, pretty. Missed you, pretty. I missed you so much. I can't believe you're still there. <laughs> come back. I know. No, no, this is good. Let's get... No, no, come on. So how was your holidays? What's going on? It was really, really good. I got to see my sister and my nephews after so long, and it was just amazing just spending time with them. Yeah, family time's the best time, right? It truly, truly is. And just like, you know, not seeing my my sister and all for three and a half years, seeing how big yeah. the kids are, like my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. I was like that creepy aunt. I was just staring at them all the time because I couldn't <laughs> believe how big they were, you know? I know, the humans just grow. I, I went and caught up uh, recently with a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in like 16 years. Yeah. And like, he's aged so badly. Do oh, I, should no. I, I didn't say anything though. Don't oh, say dear. anything to him. Like, do you know when you see your friends after a while? Like, you know, because when you leave, I hadn't seen him in 16 years. He used to be like this young sort of like, like bit of a player, right? <laughs> and and when I rocked up to see him, like he's lost all his hair and then he's put on a bunch of weight and then he's just, he's just got old, obviously, which is normal, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. But he's still a player. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's, he's 41 years old. I said, so you got married and got, you know, got any kids? He goes, nah, mate. Still single, playing the field. And I just said to him, <laughs> I was like, "How do you play in the field? Like, how, like you, honestly, it was it was it was a weird thing." He was like, "He's stuck in 2007." Do you know well, what I mean? If he's got the charts, he's got the charts. You can't deny that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But he's still like every when we were younger. Every year he'd go to Europe from Australia. Yeah. Like he'd travel and he'd go to like Greece or he'd go to Romania or he'd go to Italy and do these like you know these single trips. Go with the boys yeah and he's still he's still going on them but now he's going alone oh, that's sad. yeah you get to a point i think i've got a, a lot of friends like that who they're all their friends have got families and grown up and kids but they're they're sort of yeah. stuck you know what i mean yeah I, yeah I know i think it maybe comes from people not leaving also like if you don't leave where you're if you're from like a, a whatever whatever city if you don't leave for a year or travel a bit more you kind of just seem staying in that same yeah, routine yeah. forever and ever. Which is, but hold on, which is okay, right? Like, yeah. not, I'm not throwing shade no, on no, that. No, 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 no. Like, but it's just, it's weird because a lot of us that live here in the UAE, we we packed our bags up and we ventured yeah. out to do something different, right? Yeah. And um, just to sort of go back home sometimes and just see, you know, the same guys kicking it, doing what they were doing. It, it, I don't know, it's interesting to see, you know? I reckon he's probably still wearing the same clothes from like 2005, six. Yeah, am I correct? A hundred percent he was wearing. Do you remember when three-quarter shorts were in? Yes. Like they weren't oh, knee-length? No. They, no. they were like between the ankles and the knees. He's still kicking around no, that. Please. You used to wear those. Um, I lived in them. Yeah. I, I actually, I want to, I want to basically be able to, uh, wear them now, but I just, you know, I can't, I, I don't want to bring myself. Is that a, is that a fashion fail if I did that? Yes. Bring them back. No. I'll bring them back. I'm going to bring them back. Hey, we're bringing the gossip back for 2023. I can't believe we're in the year 2023. Say I got what you want. Say I got what you need.
E! News. First, Pretty Malik's Gossip. And all, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounding good. I like it. We've got all the goss as well with you, Pretty Malik, back for 2023. Tell us what's going on. So Billie Eilish's family home in Los Angeles was actually burglarized last week. This is kind of scary. None of the family was home, thank goodness. But a house sitter immediately got this notification. I think, Chris, you have the same setup. Like if someone walks by the house, you get an alert, right? Correct, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what happened there. Um, This guy was trying to get in through the backyard, trying to, like, climb over the fence into their home. But luckily, the house sitter realized and called the police. The guy was arrested right then and there. Nothing was stolen. But it's just so scary when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. That's that's like the scariest thing to be a celebrity that like yeah. people are always trying to break into your house or just get up close and personal with you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's super like, could scary. You ima- could you imagine going to bed at night and just thinking to yourself, some like crazy fan's going to like jump the fence and come into your bedroom? Yeah. Wow, mud. And then try to like steal stuff. It's just It's just such an invasion of privacy. It's so weird. All right, what else you got for us? Okay, so I know we're in the year 2023, but Britney Spears is back, right? So we got to talk about her. So Paris Hilton and Britney Spears hung out this weekend at a mutual friend's birthday party. Now, if I don't know if you know this, Chris, or if you've spotted it, there's this where is Britney thing that's been trending in the last few weeks. Basically, people think there's a body double of Britney Spears going around and it's not really her. So everyone's asking, where's the real Britney? Give us the real Britney. So Paris posted this photo with Britney Spears, and it looks a bit enhanced. So a lot of people in the comment section were like, that's not Britney Spears. Where's Britney? What's going on? This is digitally done. That's not really her. She wasn't really there. And Paris had to respond saying, guys, we used an app to like airbrush everything. And that's why it looks like that. Relax. <laughs> didn't, but didn't we have this like rumor last year as yeah, well? Like, yeah. didn't we have the feel that Britney was sort of like not real? She had a couple of body doubles going on yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's come back in a stronger way now on TikTok. And there, there are all these conspiracy theories and people are comparing Instagram videos. And it's a whole thing. All right. And finally, Finally. Eight Mile, a movie that we all loved. Now, we know there will never be a sequel to that 2002 movie, but 50 Cent has just announced that he is bringing it to the small screen. It's going to be turned into a modern version for a TV show, and Eminem has actually given his blessing as well for it. Wow, that's going to be great. Well, I mean, Eminem and 50 Cent are like close friends, so you yeah. know that they're going to be able to mm. you know, do, do anything together. Is Eminem going to be playing it at all? Do we know if he's going to be I don't think it? he's going to be starring in it. Maybe he'll do another role. I, I don't think he's young. I don't think he's young enough to play that role anymore, is he? No. Yes, he yeah. No, he can't. I mean, I mean, he looks he great. He still looks pretty good for his age. Yeah, but, he still looks all right. But I, I mean, I don't know what the storyline is going to be. Is it going to be a young guy who's trying to get into it exactly like that? But they said yeah. they're going to moder- modernize it a little bit. No other details yet, actors, actresses, or when it's going to be released. I can, I can see it now. He's a Bitcoin crypto oh, you know, legend. Gosh. He's lost all his money and he has to turn to rapping. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sounds good. Maybe. All right. Thank you, Pretty Malik. Hit us with your tag. Peace out, home fries. Morning, guys. Good morning. How are you feeling? So, um, I feel good. I feel great. Like, you know, having, having time off, just, I guess for us, like, and, you know, if you're up right now driving to work or doing that school run, like, there is nothing better than a sleep in, right? Yeah. Um, 
so like just not having to wake up on a, with an alarm clock, I think is the best medicine ever. Yeah. I feel really good. Like I feel good for 2023, like ready to come back and just sort of smash it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I had, I had a good break and, you know, still obviously here, but I'll be back uh, in the UAE next week. How was, how was the UK, Ross? I know that you it was did a bit great. of traveling. It was great. Thanks. Yeah. What, what time is it there though? I'm trying to get it in my head. What time are you? I am in Sydney right now and it's 1.37 in the, uh, in the afternoon. Oh, look at that. So you don't have to wake up early to do the show? No, it's fantastic. No, no, exactly. no, just going out. So it's it's the it's the way it's the way forward, guys. We all should just move here. Come I know. on, yeah, sure. do a breakfast show over here. That's great. Uh, the UK was good. Yeah, got to see some family. Stayed in an Airbnb, small little thing. It was nice, cute. Had a Christmas, good Christmas, and yeah, the luggage. You know, like when you come back from your vacation at Christmas time, you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm going to be over here with the luggage." But I wasn't. Mm. I wasn't over. I was. I was great. We had thirty-five kilos each. So um, I just threw all my stuff in my kids' bags. It was great. It <laughs> was the most random. It how was. did you get talking about luggage and weight? What happened there? You're asking me how my trip was to UK. You it, see, so. his focus was on the luggage. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I thought there was a story coming out of the luggage. You just said my luggage was. Under 35k and I was good. I was just giving you my. That was the highlight of my trip. I'm that sorry if it's so boring for you guys. That I really. That really oh. was my highlight. The highlight of your trip was you getting to the airport and knowing that you were under. Yeah, I was luggage. under on my luggage. I was so happy. <laughs> what? Well, there's no need to mock it. That, that's how exciting my trip was. That was. Well, it must have been a trip of a lifetime. It was great. <laughs> um, and pretty Malik, you went to New York. Yes, I did. And how was and, and how was your luggage pretty? My luggage was great, Chris. I was under two. Were you? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, cool. that's great, isn't it? What a great. Well, I give give us a call right now if you went on holidays and your luggage was uh, underweight. Um, we've got Rakesh here, and Rakesh, we're taking calls right now. Did you come back on holidays and was your luggage under? Tell us the feeling, Rakesh. Good morning, guys. So I actually feel Rossi ever since I travel with kids because of that extra luggage alone. Yeah, my luggage has always yeah. been under, and I really feel it. <laughs> See, this is it, Rakesh, and we have a ban on heavy Christmas items from Santa Claus. We tell Santa that he can't send any heavy Christmas items for us because we have to carry it back. A few times, yeah. I'm just—I mean, my wife wants to travel alone with me, and I say, "Where will I carry all your luggage with?" I need the kids for the luggage allowance, if nothing else. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> they are useful. They are useful, mate. Well, thank you, Rakesh. Aline on line one, how many kilograms were you under? Hi, good morning. Um, It's five kilos less. Oh, yes, five yeah. kilos less. That's wow. a great amount. Yeah. What? I don't want any hassle, so I don't bring a lot. Yeah. So how does it feel for you, Aline, when you're at the airport? How does it feel when you put that luggage on the scale that you're underweight? Is it the highlight of the trip for you too? Uh, just spent a Christmas in, uh, in Philippines, so I know the baggage allowance, so so I didn't bring much. Okay. Uh, are you a yeah, mother? No, but hold on. Are you a mother? Okay. Yeah, I'm a mother. Okay, so it's probably a similar feeling to like when you had your baby, right? I imagine it's the same feeling. When that luggage is under, you felt the same joy and happiness as when you have a, a child, right? True, yeah. 
Yeah. See, there you go, Chris. I told you. I told you, <laughs> Thank mate. You. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, interesting enough, there are other people ready to get on the show here. The other callers are coming in. The The country is so excited, like you, Rossi, about being under on the luggage. So yeah. I, I apologize for, for dissing that as your highlight of the trip. It's, it's okay, mate. You know, I mean, it's something you don't have to worry about when you're in business class like yourself. So I just wanted to let you no, know. First, mate. First. <laughs> first oh, God. Oh, dear. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. The Chris Vane Show's 50K. 50,000. Quiz. I'm covered in money. I'm covered in money. Michael, 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 good morning. Good morning, man. Am I tripping? You are on, mate. You are our oh, first man. contestant to win, hopefully, 50,000 dirhams cash. Woo, let's go, man. I uh, can't believe I'm through. I've been trying to get through so many times. And, um, oh, here we go. First caller on 50,000. Right. I'm full of energy. <laughs> let's let's get to know you a little bit, Michael. What do you do? I'm uh, on the work run at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I'm in construction. So, on the way to work, but just pulled off uh, against the road. Um, yeah, giving my best shot. Nice stuff. How long have you been living in the UAE? Uh, seventh year this year, so um, yeah, it's, um, pretty much home at the moment. So um, yeah, we we really loving the UAE and enjoying it here. So yeah, going for seven years. I can hear Hopefully the is it South African? Right. I want to say yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, South African. All right, brother. Well, you know what the deal is. We're giving you the chance. You've got 10 questions, 60 seconds. If you don't know an answer, just say pass. If we have enough time, we will come back to it. Okay. Great stuff. Good. Ooh. All right. Ah! Let's get going. How much is it per question, uh, Chris? Pretty, may I ask? It's still a hundred <laughs> dirhams per question. So it's still a hundred dirham. Still a hundred. Yeah, still a hundred dirhams per question. You've got to get them all right to win the fifty thousand. All right. Good. Okay. It's all on you, Chris. Uh, hopefully the questions are easy enough. And I'll give you guys uh, good, good, uh, good morning. <laughs> Well, thankfully and hopefully, I, I don't have to write these questions, which I'm always happy about. I don't want that responsibility, but I'll read them out as quick as I possibly can, and I'll give you all the time in the world that we have. Let's get this going on right now. Welcome to the Chris Fade Show's 50K pop quiz. Michael is playing for 50,000 dirhams. You're 60 seconds on the clock, Michael. Your time starts right now. Who is the president of France? Bye. Finish the Megan Trainer song. Made you laugh. What is the capital of Switzerland? Zurich. What country did the car brand Ford originate in? America. What female singer has an album named Better Mistakes? Beyonce. Finish the movie title Avatar: The Way of the. Ooh, boss. What country was Ed Sheeran born in? UK. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell is a character from which movie franchise? Top? Top Gun. What sport did Zinedine Zidane play? Uh, football. What boy band was Liam Payne once in? One Direction. Finish the movie title Avatar The Way Of? Ah, fuck. I can't get you that last one. One, two, three, four, five. Five hundred dirhams is all yours, though. Congratulations, guys! Great stuff. Good start to the week. <laughs> Just Mate, a not a bad start. Exactly. It. 
It's free money, brother. Free money. Emmanuel <laughs> Macron is the president of France. Uh, Made You Look is the Megan Trainer song. The capital of Switzerland is Bern. Uh, BB Rexa has the album Better Mistakes. Avatar, The Way of Water. I would have given you that one. You got the rest right, so you didn't do too bad. But listen, 500 dirhams cash, all yours in your pocket. Well done. Thanks very much, Chris. Thank you very much, Rossi. Thanks, Freddie Malik. Uh, hope you guys have a great day. Aww. Well done, mate. I love you. What a nice guy. Always first. Always juicy. Give you the juicy bits, the gossip. All the rumors are true, yeah. Pretty Malik's gossip. Okay, so I want to open up the phone lines here. 04-871-5544. Your thoughts on Megan and Harry. What has been going on? This saga continues. Netflix documentaries. There's a book being written. I'm seeing headlines all over the world right now. Pretty yeah. Mullet, can you break it all down yeah. for us? But I want to get everyone else's thoughts on this, okay? Yeah. 04871-5544. Give me a call. Okay, so Prince Harry has uh, done a bunch of interviews this weekend, Chris, and it's aired around the world. His book, Spare, it's an autobiography, comes out tomorrow. And there have been some very interesting quotes that have come out from that book. I know I'm going to be reading this book. I think a lot of people are going to be reading this book. But when we start talking about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and all the things that you've just listed, the book, the Netflix show, the interviews, the biggest question is, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle said, we want to live a private life away from the press. So they moved to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing all of this. Well, Anderson Cooper asked him exactly that. And here is Harry's response. You tried to do okay. this privately. And every single time I've tried to do it privately, there have been briefings and leakings and planting of stories against me and my wife. You know, the family motto is never complain, never explain. But it's just a motto. And it doesn't really hold... There's a lot of complaining and a lot of explaining. Endless. Private, being done in through leaks. Through leaks. They will feed or have a conversation with the correspondent. And that correspondent will literally be spoon-fed information and write the story. And then the bottom of it... They will say that they've reached out to Buckingham Palace for comment. Mm. But the whole story is Buckingham Palace commenting. So when we're being told for the last six years, we can't put a statement out to protect you, but you do it for other members of the family, there becomes a point when silence is betrayal. So, wow. So he's- I, can't, I can't believe like this is all going on publicly. I know. So that's what he says. He said, when Anderson said, you know, you have you tried to do this privately instead of discussing yeah all because that's what everyone thinks like yeah. everyone in the general public can't get their head round why you why you're writing books why you're doing these TV shows you know what I mean yeah that, mm. that, that's my consensus on it uh, so okay yeah so so Rossi you you don't you don't think they should be doing all this I said last week to Prithi I said I think it's okay to do one. Uh, sit down with Oprah, you know what I mean? And get your opinion yeah. out. But why do you keep doing it again and again and again? Why are you releasing books? Just do one, that's fine. You know, to give your Just side get- of the story. But don't keep yeah. going with it. Yeah, I, I, I sort of with you on that one as well, I think. Like, I understand they want to push their own narrative and get their own story out. Yeah. So do that, but then sort of sit back and just let it be, I guess. You yeah. know that they're always going to... They're always going to be talking about you. Like, you know that's going to happen. Mm. Um, Sonia, what do you think? Like this, what, what do you think is happening with Megan and William right now? What are your thoughts? Good morning, guys. Um, I think that he's very troubled, uh, a very troubled man from probably from his childhood with everything with Diana and I really think he needs some profession you know some professional help or something 
Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah, like, I don't know if he needs, you know, the psycho- you know, psychologist help. I mean, anyway, that's probably a good thing to have anyway. But when you're in that type of position, who do you turn to? Like, who would they turn to? They need, like, an advisor. They need, like, someone... I don't know, like a Tony Robbins. I'd love to see like a Tony Robbins <laughs> jump in or or even a Dr. Phil, like just someone that could from the back end say, okay, let's strategically work out how we're going to handle this situation. Do they have that? Who knows? Are they just making this up themselves? Like are they just having this discussion at home and making their own decisions, you know? I mean, Megan, we have to remember, obviously is an, comes from the Hollywood side, so she does have – PR teams, et cetera, that have Correct. worked on her career before. So I'm sure they do have, as you say, an advisory board kind of set up for them already. But, you know, I look at it, I look at it and I go, if you've been silenced for so long, I, I kind of compared to Britney a little bit. You know how Britney goes on those Instagram rants? Yeah. It's like if someone has been told to keep quiet and don't say anything is wrong for so many years and finally the lid is off. And they're like, yes, I can finally say everything that I wanted to. Maybe it's like a stream of consciousness thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say this too. Let's say that too. You know, after so many years. Yeah, man, it's it's a hard one to be because we're not in their position. It's yeah. hard to judge from the outside when you're not living someone else's life. I think yeah. we all have to remember that. Yep. Uh, Siha, what are your thoughts? You've got you've called through as well. Thanks for listening. Siha, what are your thoughts on on Harry and uh, Megan? Um, I I kind of just go along with what you you just said. I think that we don't know what they're going through. And I think it would make yep. me less of a person to be judging someone on the other side of the world for living their life the best that they can. Uh, I truly respect Harry for sticking up for his family. I think mm. that if more men or stuck up or, or women stuck up for their partners, even in the face of tremendous public um, animosity, I think that's something that deserves a lot of respect. He stuck up yep. for his family and his kids and he left a life where... He was everyone's favorite, the ginger-haired child. Like, everyone loved Harry. And he left it because his wife wasn't being treated properly. There were racist remarks towards his child. Uh, I think that shows a lot of backbone rather than ripping the guy down. I commend that. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to rip them down, but at the same time, I just think we. I mean, do we just move on and we all just let it go? You know what I mean? Like, is that what we have to do here? I'm. I'm not sure, but at the end of the day, we all have a choice to watch the Netflix documentary, to buy the book, to read it, to do all of that, and uh, it seems to be winning. It seems to be selling. It seems to be creating the buzz, maybe that they want. Time will tell. More of your calls. We've got them. Uh, Rana, I just want to close it out with you. You've been on hold there. Thanks for for listening. What are your thoughts on? Sort of the whole Meghan Markle, um, you know, Harry situation. Well, first, we spoke about 10 years ago when I was getting married. And I have to say a shout out to Rafi because he actually did come attend my wedding at the Hilton 10 years ago. <laughs> because I called him on the phone, on the radio, and I was so surprised that he did attend my wedding. <laughs> oh, Rana, I remember. You know what? I was thinking about that the other day because it was in the same hotel. But I think the original plan was that I was meant to DJ your wedding. But I just. Yes, ro- exactly. I just rocked up and said hello, and we, we saw you come into the to the venue and everything and it was was yeah. it, was I on my own or with my wife I can't remember you came with your wife actually yeah oh, and you looked I lovely. think it is still in my wedding photos and uh, just so you know just after our wedding 
two months later we had left the country we went to two different countries and we just got back early this like well 2022 so we came in Feb 2022 hmm. and the first thing I looked for I'm like where's Virgin Radio's number and I wanted to like the channel so I can listen to it so every morning Aww. when I'm listening to you guys I want to tell you that oh you know so what that it's, was a- it's so weird because I was thinking about you and then there you are on the phone that's crazy and how's married life <laughs> now Rana, um, did you yeah. did hold on, Rana? Did did Rossi get anything for free at your wedding? I just want to work out why he had to, usually there's uh, ulterior motive for him to be there. So did any, did he get anything? I I I wish he had good food because that day was the food was great actually. Yeah. Not because it was my wedding, but it was. I think the hotel. This was the first wedding that the hotel did outdoor for a really long time. Mm. So it was the food was amazing. So I was impressed. I can't believe. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Uh, there, well, he was with his wife, so I can't really say more than that. <laughs> I can't believe 10 years ago. I can't believe that. It's nice to talk I to know, you. I know. It's 2013. October 2013. <laughs> and, and when you came back to the country, was your luggage underweight or was it overweight? <laughs> no, ignore that. That, that reference made no sense to you unless you were listening to the show at 6.20 this morning, okay? Um, Rana, you're a superstar. I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that you're back here in the country. But real quickly, you wanted to talk about Megan and Harry. What are your thoughts on it? So the thing is, I come from a mixed marriage myself. I am Egyptian. My husband is American. I'm kind of like a dark skin. My husband is a redhead, ginger, all the thing. He has no drop of brown in him. I am like all brown. I'm basically Egyptian Sudanese as per the DNA. So it's a very normal, common joke about the race, how the kids would look, what hair are they going to get? Are they going to get curly hair? Are they going to get not curly hair? The whole thing. This This is kind of for me like you're milking something that should not. I mean, it's, 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 a fa- it's a normal thing. Even a stranger will ask you, how do you think your kids are going to look like? Aside from that, get a life. You are not the only prince and actress in the world. Look at all these famous actors in the world. Nobody knows anything about their private life because they don't want anyone knowing about it. Mm. Suck it up for a little bit. Paparazzi and others are going to get bored when you've got nothing to give them. You're only surrounded by those people just because you're giving them things to look for. Yes, at the beginning, it was a big deal. You made the news. Fine, but just get over yourself. You were an actress. You had a career. You kept saying you gave up your career. Get back to your career. Where is your career as an actress? You haven't done anything. You are a prince. You had a career in something else. Go get a career. Have a life. You can't keep talking about, oh, we wanted privacy. We wanted privacy. Oh, but we have 10 million interviews lined up to talk about something that was in the past. Mm. So true. Yeah, I, you know, I think, again, it's hard to judge when you're not in someone's situation, though. I think yeah. we're all throwing our two cents in, and I think, you know, and we're, all, and we're all allowed to do that as well because they are public figures. But until you're living that life and you've gone through what they've gone through, it is truly hard to judge why someone or a couple, for in this instance, is doing such things. But I do believe I personally would like in them to just sit back a little bit and, you know, the the Netflix documentary, the book release. I mean, are they going to be doing movies? Uh, who knows? Can can Meghan Markle go back to doing TV? I don't uh, know. Like, pretty? Would you watch? Would you watch her in a rea- like in a, in a TV show now? Like, could you get that? I don't know. I, it I would know. be. It would. It would be very difficult to break that perception of her. She's always just going to be Meghan Markle. I don't know how we can Agreed. see her as someone else. You know. All right. Time will tell. It is so nice to hear your voice on the radio.
Do you, are you just saying that? No, I mean it. Or do you it. really mean it? What do you think? Are you talking to me? Yeah. I love my voice. Kristen. Yeah, yeah I love it. Kristen. Yeah. I was trying to give you a oh, compliment. Oh, when she calls me... When she calls me by my real name, I'm in trouble there, guys. You heard that, Kristen? You heard it? Don't want to hear so none of that. So I'm, um, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm, uh, I'm still here in Sydney, Australia. I'm broadcasting live from my mum and dad's lounge room right now. Uh, it's fantastic. Getting, getting lunch brought to me. It's just gone uh, 2.45 in the afternoon here. So I'll be back in Dubai next weekend, God willing. Uh, but I'm doing the show from here this week. It's been great to sort of just travel around Australia and see the friends and family. Now, I have to ask because... You went there for like a chill family vibe. You've been doing a lot. If you don't follow Chris on Instagram, follow him at Chris Fade. Mm. And you've literally been anywhere, like you said, flying around and all that stuff. I saw a video, I think you posted of someone who came up to you and said, is this you on Dubai Bling? Is that right? And he couldn't believe it was you? Uh, Listen, I don't know if Rossi's ready for this conversation oh, I don't dear. know who's ready for uh, is it going to annoy I, me I can tell hurt. it's going to annoy have me have I started well. something I'm sorry <sighs> yeah Rossi's going to hurt from this so um, yeah like it's been pretty crazy so after doing the the reality show Dubai Bling yeah obviously I was in Dubai for all of it when I landed in Australia and I got off at Sydney airport there were three female security guards yeah who as soon as I got off the plane said there he is, Chris. We want a photo. <laughs> no way. <laughs> there he I is. Swear, I hadn't even. St- yeah, I didn't step off the plane. Like I just got off the plane. You know, like when you walk <laughs> yeah. through that tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like security guards, and I was like, I just got off a fourteen-hour flight. I was a bit dazed. And I was like, oh. So I took a photo with him, right? And I thought, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. That's Are good. you? Can they I just interrupt you here before you start? Like, do you reckon they sort <laughs> of? Do you reckon they sort of like? check the flight like itinerary and saw that you're on there and then you come off is that what you're saying to me seriously right now is that what you say i don't know i don't know i don't know if that was how they found me but that's what happened anyway i get my luggage and now you know when mum and dad were waiting for me yeah and i you know it's that it's the best moment you're walking out of an airport you know when you walk out of an airport with your luggage you, you know you've gone through immigration and all that and as soon as i walked out three other people ran up to me to get a photo no and I was like, Rossi's wow, not this is happy. pretty crazy. Rossi's dying right now. Yeah. Oh, dear. And then, and mum and dad were like, ooh. And then, and then they saw mum and dad. They took photos with mum and dad. That's cute. And then I went to go get, I went, I went to the Hertz rent-a-car stand. Was, you, car was your luggage hired. over though or under? Stop, Rossi. Lug, luggage was good, Ross. Luggage okay. was good. Yep. And then I went to the Hertz rent a car. Yeah. And then the guy took a photo with me that I was renting the car from. And I was like, wow, Dubai Bling like has gone all the way to Australia. And for the entire trip, yeah. I went to Melbourne. I went no matter where I go, the local shops, people watched the show and loved it. That's it's awesome. Crazy. That's well, was so it, crazy. It was top, wasn't it? Top. It was yeah. top around the world, yeah. wasn't it? One yeah. day. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. So, so well done. Yeah, it's a little, <clears throat> it's, it's cool though. Like, you know, yeah. Is that, okay? was that a real yes. well done, Rossi? Or was that like, is that, is that, yeah? Is that okay? <sighs> yes, well done. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, and yeah. this is something, and it's hard if mum's listening right now, she's not in. Uh, mom, are you here? Mom, 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 
I'm in the lounge room downstairs. There, I've made them wait upstairs because they are making too much noise down here. In their so, own house. I think they've just left. Yeah, I think they just left. Let me just make sure. Mom, are you here? <laughs> no, okay. Mum's not. They've left. They, okay. They've left. Anyway, anyway, mum's like, you know, 71 years old and we're walking the streets and we're in Sydney. I'm taking them for lunch and then this amazing, gorgeous couple came up and they're like, Chris Fade, love you in Dubai, Blink. Can we take a photo? I said, of course you can. And then I said, there's mum and dad as well. They're like, oh my gosh, I love your mum and dad. Yeah. So I said, mom, dad, come over, come take a photo. Dad walks over, mum goes, no, I am okay. What? And I went, <laughs> yeah. And I said, mom, come and take a photo. She's like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. And I, so I took a photo. I took a photo with dad this nice couple and, and myself and you know i said okay see you later they walked off and i said to mum you can't you can't say no to fan photos like you got to take a fan photo they wanted to take a photo no no i did not look very nice today i did not want to get the photo i'm like mum you can't so like I, I, there i am telling hey and having to talk to my mother about like you know just take a photo with someone and she's like saying no and i'm like well I, do i argue that like or do i just go okay she's not taking photos did the couple walk off thinking oh gosh chris's mum's not very nice <laughs> gilda gilda the diva right now yeah yeah what do i do should i tell her or do i just let her be guys i didn't know what to do in that position gilda is like the nicest human ever i love that she she's so like particular about her hair and the way she's looking and her outfit and everything it's always got to be on point Mm. but just tell her that she looks beautiful always and she'll always look good in a photo all right well there we go i'm back i'm back in the beauty i miss i miss uh, UAE, I miss Dubai right now. So, like, I, I think I've been here for long enough. So, in in a couple of days, I'll, I'll jump on that plane and come back through. In the meantime, we are loving. I'm loving being able to do this show. Technology is the best, right? Isn't it it the is. Best? Mm. Um, here's a question, a little bit related, mm. but sort of off topic. Season two of Dubai Bling. Anyone? Anything news? Uh, no comments. Ah! Oh, thanks for that. So, yeah, he hasn't denied we'll it or it confirmed it. Well, well exactly. Exactly. No comments. We'll leave it there. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm here in Sydney. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm still here in Sydney at my mum and dad's house, sitting on the lounge. The uh, the house is to myself. Mum and dad have left. I've kicked them out. Um, <laughs> of their I've, own and home. I've, and I've taken over. Yeah, I've taken over. I've taken <laughs> over the house. Um, I am back. Uh, I'm back in the UAE next weekend, God willing. So um, I'm in, enjoying this uh, sort of summer weather out here. How is it? The UAE, uh, uh, torrential rain and some yeah. floods were happening a couple of days ago. Saturday was a rough day, I think. I think initially everyone was like so excited that it was raining. And then yeah. when the road started getting a little bit difficult, everyone's like, oh my goodness, it's raining. But I have to give it up to Dubai Municipality. I was on the roads when it was all going down. And they yep. were so quick in trying to get everything sorted so that traffic stays moving. They did. A, yep. I have to say they did a really good job. Like do, I saw them everywhere. Do you think we become stupid when it rains? Yes, like, yes, do you think as a population yes. we just become a little bit dumb? I was, I was on the road, Chris. And let me just tell yeah. you, the decisions that these cars were making, I just looked at them and I yeah. went, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, you're going to do it. Okay. Like the yeah. tiniest little cars taking the decision to go into a giant flood to try to get ahead of the yeah. traffic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, things like that. And I just looked at him, and I just went, what? why? Why? This is not the first time this has happened, guys. We know what to do. I so, can I... When, back in the day, my first year in Dubai, mm-hmm. uh, 2007, yeah. right? 
I had just moved to Dubai and I bought my first car. Mm. And I didn't have a lot of cash and I, you know, I took a loan out for this car. Mm. And don't take loans out to buy cars, I've learned. Just don't, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, Rossi, okay? Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. Wholeheartedly. Okay, good. Okay. Um, I bought a car. It wasn't a brand new car. It was about a four-year-old car, but it was the best car I ever owned. Mm. And I took it to get service. It needed a service. So I bought it secondhand. I took it to the garage to get serviced. And it was now December of 2007. It was my first December here in the UAE. Yeah. And it rained because it usually rains in December, January. We usually get a few bits of rain. And when they were returning my car to me, because they, 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 they took the car from me and they, they picked it up and dropped it off. That was the service that it included. They took it through a puddle, like you said. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. And um, they thought the car was going to go through. Oh, no. And it didn't. It got stuck. And they called me up to tell me that the car is destroyed. What? And it, yep. And I never saw the car again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you get the money back for it? Like insurance or what? Uh, I got the money back for it, but it was like I lost 20% of the price of it because the car was a nice car. It was like really low K's and it was just, a, it was a basic, it was a basic Jag. I bought like a basic Jaguar. Right, right. Like the, the the bottom level Jag that you could get, the cheapest, but it was like owned by one lady, had done like not a lot of kilometers. It was in great condition. I think it was like a 2002 model at the time. Yeah. And the, the guy that drove it back to me made the decision that you said pretty, yeah. thought he could go through the puddle, went through, the whole car got submerged oh, to gosh. the top of the tires, gosh. water went into the engine and destroyed it. So their response to me was, we're going to put a reconditioned engine into your car no nope. i said oh, i don't want a second-hand engine the car i don't you know and yeah. so i end up getting insurance cash out of it but it was like 20 percent less than what the market value was i don't i don't know what happens to our brains it's the same thing when you walk onto an airplane it's the same thing you yeah. forget how to do the basic things i don't know why um i'm still here in sydney australia just spending another week with my mum and dad which is and amazing my family so yeah. which is great yeah i love love technology literally i got a little a little like computer here that's no bigger than maybe a phone yeah and you plug the microphone into it you connect to a wi-fi and well done to our little virgin radio arn team and we're connected so it's nice right it's amazing now i just need to get into business here because chris when mm. you took me to sydney about three yeah. four years ago nearly four years ago now that's insane um the no, one but hold on that's including covid years we don't include those oh, so, so it then was last it, year so it was last year so when All when right. you and i went yeah. to sydney last year I must yeah. say, the food that we ate was incredible. Like, it is some seriously good food out there. So I have been stalking your stories, and it's lovely seeing you with your family and everything. But tell me about the food. Oh, I, I all I told myself was don't come back a fatty boomba. You know when you go on vacation, you just want to eat everything, right? But that's what so vacation is meant gone- for. I know, I know, and I've been going to the gym like nearly every day, so I'm trying to balance it. I'm just trying to eat like fun, but just training and sticking healthy. However, uh, I hit a road bump because I went to Melbourne. Melbourne is about an hour away from Sydney. It's sort of like going Abu Dhabi, uh, Dubai sort of feel, but a bit further away. But isn't it a flight? um, Isn't it a flight? 
It's a flight. It's it's an hour flight, oh, but I'm yeah. saying it's sort of like the the Sydney Melbourne relationship is sort of that Dubai okay. Abu Dhabi relationship, right? Okay, got it. Uh, my brother and I went down to go to Melbourne. I had a few meetings that I wanted to just to do there, so went down there, and then we started eating our way around Melbourne, um, and it was unbelievable. However, there was one thing in Melbourne that I had read about that I've been wanting to try for three years, and I didn't get a chance to try, but I did this time, and it is a place called um, Luna. Luna. And they're famous for their croissants. I'm That's all they're famous for. I'm looking it up right now. Loon. Go to Loon. Type in Loon. L-U-N-E. Got it. Loon. And they're famous. they're famous for croissants. Mm. So my brother and I woke up early a couple of days ago. We went to this store uh, thinking that, you know, we knew it was going to be busy, but we did not realize how busy it was. We waited in this line for 45 minutes for... A croissant. 45 what? minutes? That, now, I've got a jump yeah. penny. You've just woken me up. Th- <laughs> 45 minutes waiting for a croissant. Yeah. Are you are you silly? What's Why are you doing that? I Because there was so much hype about this. Yeah. And I thought, I want to give it a go. Ooh. I'm waiting in this line. I thought it was going to be about a 20-minute wait. I had asked the person in front of me, do you know how long this line moves? She says, it moves fairly quickly. I went, great. 45 minutes later, I saw the lady in front of me. I really wanted to say something to her, but I didn't. Um, and, you know, <laughs> once we were halfway through, once we were 20 minutes in, I knew I wasn't going back, right? Yeah, And so yeah, yeah. we got to the front. Uh, we got to the front. We ordered the croissant, a coffee. I consumed the croissant. It was the best croissant I've ever had in my life, though. It was. Wow. I'm looking at their was, Instagram right now. These are unreal. Yeah. They're, uh, they do cruffins? Yeah. What, cruffins? Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, it's it's like when you walk in there, do you remember, do you remember like, you've got to be on your best behavior. You've got to just make your order and move to the yeah. side. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You, so I just, you know, I want that. I chose this. I chose that. They, they either close at 3 p.m. every day or until they sold out. Now, they usually sell out before they close wow. at 3 p.m. Bef- so. On my last trip to Melbourne, I got there at uh, 1 p.m. This mm. is about two years ago. They were already sold out. They closed, right? Interesting. So I was it, was, it was so good. It was so, so good. But then it got, I got thinking about like, what would you wait in a line for? So I waited 45 minutes for a croissant. But is there something that you would wait in a line for? What would you wait in a line for? Be it 45 minutes, be it an hour, be it two. I want to open up the phones here because I want to see what you're passionate about. 04871 What would you wait in a line for? Rossi, what would you wait in a line for? Absolutely nothing. I'll do anything to avoid not waiting in a queue. Oh, you would be, I could just picture like, you being so frustrated. I, I can't stand Hold it. on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Would you not wait in a line, right, to go and watch Everton play front row dead center? If there were tickets being sold and you, you could get them, would you wait in a line to buy them? No. I hate the queues. I'll just do anything not to get in a queue. I'm always thinking about how to beat the queue in my head, whether it be coming back from the airport, whether it be, you know, getting some type of cronut or whatever. I always think, how can I beat the queue or how can I avoid it? 
Christ. Okay, pretty. Yeah. What would you wait in a line for? Well, Chris, I've done it many times in my years, including, of course, the Backstreet Boys. There was a concert. There were no seats. It was standing room only. So we stood in line in the cold in New York City for about two hours to make sure we would have a good spot at the front. That's crazy. Okay. And, that, and that's the passion of the Backstreet yeah. Boys for you. I yeah. get you. Yeah. 04871-5544. What would you wait in a line for? Mansour, line one. What would you wait in a line for, Mansour? Hey, good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. Good to be back. Yeah, I would wait for, like, going to watch the final match of the World Cup for a day or two to just be there and watch the final match of the World Cup. Football, basically. Hmm. Okay, so for football, the World Cup, you would have waited in a line. I hear that. A lot of people did. Eve on line two, what would you wait in a line for, Eve? Hello? Have hey. we? Yeah, hi, Eve. What would we wait in a line for? Uh, hi, good morning. I would wait for Russian donuts, which are sold in St. Petersburg, and the story with the queuing is similar to what you've just told us about Melbourne's place. Ooh. Oh. Russian Tell donuts. Tell me more about these <laughs> Russian donuts. Yeah, tell me more. You just have to try it. It's unspeakable. Okay. Now, like, you've it's got funny. But it's funny, like, what we wait, like, we waited in a line because the other people were waiting in a line the other day. Mm. So when we were walking past, we were walking down the street, yeah, we yeah. saw a line about 40 deep, and I said to this guy, what are you guys waiting in a line for? He says it's some famous ice cream. So we just got in the line and waited <laughs> for this ice cream. But that, I'm on holidays. I've got, I've got nothing to do. I'm happy, I'm happy to wait in lines. That's you know? so true. But you know what? When you see, like, especially food, when it comes to food, when you see a line out the door... You just automatically, your brain's like, this has to be really good. So I got to join the line. Like we did that in Rome. We waited an hour to get a table at this pizza place. Yeah. An hour just standing (laughs) outside. We made friends with the entire line. We were sharing stories, singing songs, like an hour just to have pizza. Well, it's the mentality, isn't it, of if there's a line outside your place. That's why nightclubs do it. Yeah. They they make people wait outside, even though there's no one inside. So it looks busy. It looks on demand. Yeah. Ria, Ria's on the line here. Ria, what would you wait in a line for? Hi, morning, guys. How are you? Be Monday. Good, good. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. What would you wait in a line for? Um, well, I wanted to share a story about um, in Istanbul. When I was in Istanbul, um, I was just walking down the street, trying to explore some street, and I saw a small um, shop, probably I would say a food stall, and I saw a huge queue over there and i was like so curious and i asked one of the guy um hey what is it for and they said oh well it's it's sort of uh, a wrap a fish wrap which is pretty famous and um all the guys were like oh you must try it must try i'm like okay so i waited there and i mean i had no clue that i would wait more than 90 minutes and i'm not joking about it yeah, because when you're already there and it's like, ah, oh, okay, another 10 minutes, another 15 minutes. And it was yeah. 90 minutes plus. We were still there. And guess what? In the end, they said, well, there is only <laughs> one wrap left. So either it's you or the guy who was standing next before you. I'm like, what? After 90 minutes? It was so crazy. I'll never forget that. So it's, it's funny. Sometimes it just, 
get stuck and well it was good honestly it was good but it's i yeah, it's worth it like the- some some people were messaging me like you're never going to get that time back chris what a waste of time but it wasn't a waste of time like it's the memories that yeah. like it, it was a good memory it was the taste like there was so much for it you know yeah um rossi you said you wouldn't wait in a line okay here's one for you and it's a little bit morbid okay chris but you wait you wait in a line to go and see the actual body of john lennon what chris <sighs> I think he was cremated, so um, <laughs> I don't think that's the legit. I don't know, though, yeah. Uh, okay, I think you'll get me with, like, the Beatles or something. Say, like, I was going, to, I had to meet Paul McCartney. I'd wait in a line for that. Okay, you've got me there. Thank you. I knew that he would wait in a line for something. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, Rossi. He wants more airtime, so here he is. It's What's Rossi Reading. <laughs> I thought we'd have a new intro for 2023. That's yeah, fine. that is new. It's timeless, you know? It's like it's like a Beatles <laughs> song. It's brilliant. All right, weird and wonderful news that Big Rossi has for us. What have you got this morning? Um, a man has decided to consume a staggering 250,000 calories in a month. Do you want to know how he did it? How, how many? 250,000 calories. How? He has, so how many is that a day? Well, I'll tell you, it breaks down into 124 kebabs in the space of just one month in an epic kebabathon. He's from Manchester in the United Wait, Kingdom. <laughs> he decided to uh, have, during the month of December, yeah. 124 kebabs to raise money for a children's hospice. Ooh. Now, that means he took okay. away his Christmas dinner and replaced it with a doner kebab. But that's... So, that's... Well, let me just say, he's helping the kids in hospital, but he may end up in one. Well, he said he, he it really caused him a lot of physical uh, pain and, and mental pain as well, eating kebabs every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think, so um, you, for, for, for a month. So, you said 250,000 calories in a month, correct? Correct. That's 8,333 yeah. calories a day if you divide it by 30 days. Yeah, that's... Wow, so he must have been having them three times a day then. That's insane. Yeah? Yeah, but that's... Yeah, that's huge because... You remember when we had, I think it was Phil Heath in the studio. He's Mr. Yeah. Olympio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember asking him, how many calories do you consume when you're training to be the, uh, the world's best bodybuilder? He said about 8,000 calories a day. Oof. But this is someone that's training probably nine hours a day. Yeah. So yeah. That, that is crazy. This guy. I had one kebab here whilst I've been in Australia. <laughs> oh and gosh. I went to one of my favorite places. That one kebab took me about three days to digest. Yeah. Okay. I, I have no idea. It sits yeah, heavy, doesn't it, it, it on your stomach? It's yeah, man. It does sit heavy, but you know the we- another thing that they do here. Every menu, and I think we've we've started it in the UAE, but not everyone's got it. Everything on every item in every menu shows the calories. Yeah. So it, it, it's it, it put me off the other day. I was about to order something, and I I saw it had eleven hundred calories. I was like, Ele- okay, no, nah, I'm not going to get it. Eleven hundred calories. What were you going to order? Th- it was one thick shake. It was one thick oh shake my on its own. A large. 
a large thick shake. It was a peanut butter chocolate thick shake. These guys are famous for it here. 1,100 calories, and I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. Chris, with all this food talk, I swear you could have just started a food blog while you were there for the five weeks. Jeez. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Um, All right. What's Rossi reading? It's only good because of its jokes. The jokes are amazing. Look at, listen to this. What do you call an MMA fighter in a kebab shop? What? Donna McGregor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Be quiet. What do you call a kebab made by a librarian? What? A shh kebab. (laughs) 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 That's it. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Now, I know it's gone and come, come and gone, but I never really asked you guys. Uh, because we were on vacation. What did you guys do for New Year's Eve? Uh, I stayed home, had a few friends over, watched the fireworks from my place. So it was quite nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Where, in, in Dubai? In Dubai, in Dubai. Sorry, yes, in Dubai. Oh, you oh, you saw the fire. I, 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 was, how was the fireworks? Didn't we break a world record in Dubai? Yeah. Yeah, we did. did. We? Yeah, we did. Didn't we did. know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it they was were, beautiful. They were, they were talking about it in on the news in Sydney when I was oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah, Dubai got a world record or, or something. Where were you, Ross, for New Year's? Um, I was DJ and I got my, my DJ gear out again and played some tunes. It was good. Where were you playing that at? Um, that bar that I've become a partner in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Salties, down at the Aloft. Oh, the Salties. Oh. So you were you were working on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we had a hundred people in, which is good for us because we're still starting out. So yeah, it was good. It was good to That's to play great. some songs. What did yeah, you it's do? A, it's got a beautiful a beautiful view from there as well, from what I what I've seen on your socials. I'll pop in. I'll make sure I pop in for when when I get back. Wow. I um, I uh, what I was asleep at eleven fifteen. No, you I went were to bed. not. I, yep. Yeah, we, uh, we we drove down the coast to Sydney, had a beautiful holiday home. Yeah. The family were all there, and it was like 11.15, and I was tired, and we were all just hanging out, sort of just watching Netflix, and, you know, just all just, you know, whatever it was. And I just said, guys, I love you all. Happy New Year. I'm going to bed. And went to bed. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect New Year's Eve, to be fair. Like. Yeah. Oh man, I was I was down for it. I was watching NBA on my phone and yeah. uh, I, sh- I shut it off. I zoned myself to bed, and I still recall hearing like mum and dad and my nephew and nieces sort of going ten, nine, and I shut up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> well, the, you know the 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 new thing is to party on New Year's Day now. You know, instead of New Year's Eve. That's, yeah, it's better. Yeah, that's better. It's true. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Well, happy new year. I know, I know that it's too far into the year. We shouldn't be saying it. I know, but I'm going to say it right now because I didn't say it. Happy new year to everyone. All right. 2023 is going to be all of our years. That is it for us. Uh, together, our first show back, all of us, 2023. Good to be back as well. Now, yeah. Eddie's coming up next. And after 11 a.m., he's giving you a chance of winning 50,000 dirhams because of the Chris Fade Show's 50k pop quiz is happening again. How cool is that? It is so cool. So every single day, obviously, we play the pop quiz at 710, but we're giving you two bonus chances. 1130 with Eddie, which is coming up, and then 530 with Brent Black every single day. Guys, 50,000 dirhams cash on the line every time.
All right, don't miss out. Win the money, 150K on the line every single day. Uh, Listen, good to be back again. We'll be back tomorrow from 6 a.m. Have a great day from myself, Chris Fade, and the team. Wear your seatbelts. Yalla, bye. The Chris Fade Show, back at 6 a.m. Virgin Radio.